We have updates and hay reports that are coming in. Financial information. Got a question. Could we operate without the bank? Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners. Welcome aboard the American Gelby Association and David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Service. Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Yep, the swag is ready. Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV. Thank you so much. The Cowboy Channel, Wrangler, and DRG Media Group. Here's what we have lined up for y'all today. Just kind of a summary. The latest news, of course, to start us out, as we always do, sale barn reports from Northern Livestock and a recap from Florida. We have running the operation without the bank. Can it be done? An interesting question and lots more. As we head into today's Cow Country News, brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Wherever I go, I've got Wrangler embroidered big and bold across the sway. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. In the news now, the White House will unveil an executive order that directs the U.S. Department of Agriculture to clarify that meat can only receive a product of USA label if livestock is raised in the U.S. rather than abroad. According to the current administration, under current labeling rules, beef labeled product of USA could be raised, slaughtered, and or imported to the U.S. for processing. The president and the USDA believe it is unfair for domestic farmers and ranchers to have to compete with foreign companies that are misleading consumers. USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack said in a statement that the agency would initiate a top-to-bottom review of the quote-unquote, product of USA label that will help determine what the label means to consumers. The announcement followed a Federal Trade Commission move on strengthening the label. Now clipping right along, our Weigh Em Up sale barn report, and I'm going to say our hay report is brought to us by Downtown Threads Oklahoma, the swag line. It's up and running and available crew. Head to ranchitupshow.com, click on swag, Click on shop, you'll find it. We have got all sorts of the coolest Ranch It Up gear available. Head to ranchitupshow.com. Recapping the Northern Livestock Video Auction Summertime Classic in Billings, Montana. I am going to just pull out some various different weight classes of some wingdingers. And you know what? Cattle sold awfully darn well in that sale. For more information, you can go to northernlivestockvideo.com. Here's some Idaho cattle. There's 275 steers I want to tell you about, weighing six and a quarter for delivery in mid-October, bringing $1.73. Some Montana cattle, 150 steers, some five weights, coming in at $1.89. 1,400 five to five and a quarter weight steers, Montana cattle, for October delivery at $1.92 to $1.93 and a half. And then I've got some lighter steers to tell you about, some 460 weights coming in at 2 bucks for the beginning of October delivery. How about on the heifer side? Six-weight heifers. This is just a group. Again, this is not a summary. I'm just cherry-picking some very specifics that went through the sale. 265 Montana heifers at, uh, let's see, six weights, excuse me, coming in at $1.60 for mid-October delivery. And then I've got another big group. They said replacement quality heifers coming in at right at 500 pounds, mid-October delivery at $1.77 and a half. 
And now heading to Florida, a recap from last week. Based on the reporting information, here's what I got. Five to five and a half weight steers in Florida at $1.34 to $1.60. Five and a half to six weights at $1.30 to $1.55. Six to six and a half weight steers at $1.24 to $1.49. And then six and a half to six seventy-five weight steers at $1.30 to $1.45. By the way, they called the steers and heifers, they called them steady to $2 higher on the heifer side. A recap from Florida, and again, this is just from reporting sale barns. So as much information as we can get gathered: five to five and a half weight heifers at a dollar twenty to a dollar thirty-seven and a half. Six to six and a half weights at a dollar fifteen to a dollar forty-two and a half, and then six and a half to seven weights at a dollar four to a dollar fifteen. We're gonna call the way up cows from last week in Florida. The recap from forty-three all the way up to seventy-three. Those are the heavier breaker cows, and then the way up bulls from seventy-eight to eight dollar twelve. And crew, I've been asking about hay reports. If you could give us a shout at 707-726-2420, leave me a message. You can also text me at that number, 707-726-2420. It's 707-RANCH20, if that's easy for you. You can send me an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Let me know what hay is selling for in your area. And again, when I'm doing these hay reports, it's based off of the information that I can gather, like... For example, we're going to head to California. Cody calls in and gives us an update. Yeah, Tigger, this is Cody from California, Central Coast, I guess, about an hour north of San Francisco. And we're bringing, like, three-way grain hay, oat hay in, about 275 a ton delivered, conventional hay, oat, or alfalfa hay is about 280 to 300 and then organic got about another $50 a ton to that. Probably not too common outside of us. We're buying corn stock bales and rice straw, and those are about $100 a ton. So just wanted to give you a heads up. Heard the episode. Love all the work that you're doing. Love the episode. Thank you. We'll chat later. Hey, Cody, thank you so much for that. 707 Ranch 20 is the number again, by the way. Now in comparison, I want to head to Kansas. I'm going to tell you about just a tick Under 20,000 tons is what is reported. That's not what is sold, but that's what is reported. That's the information that I can gather. So just kind of a general summary per se, comparing the four different quadrants of Kansas. Here's what I've got. Good to premium quality alfalfa hay coming in at two, two and a quarter, all the way up to 250. And mixed hay, grass hay, I've got everywhere from 120. I'm seeing some 140s. I'm seeing some 150s all the way up to 165. So give us a shout and let us know what hay is selling for in your area if you're looking for feeding. I know there's a bunch of you out there. Let me know. I'll get you on the list. If you've got feed for sale, give me a shout and I will get you on the list there as well. Email me, ranchitupshow at gmail.com, or call me at 707-726-2420. Tigger Tour 21. Moving right along, the Tigger Tour 21 is proudly sponsored by Medora Boot and Western Wear. Head to medoraboot.com. Tell them Tigger sent you. Here's what I've got coming up August 2nd through the 6th. Coming up real fast, the Superior Livestock Video Royale Sale. Head to superiorlivestock.com. The date, of course, is closed for consigning to those sales. If you want to consign, you need to get a hold of your representatives as soon as you possibly can as I'm going through the list of various sales that are coming up. 
August 16th through the 17th, Western Video Markets, their Little America sale. Head to WVMCattle.com that same week. Superior Livestock's Bighorn Classic from Sheridan, Wyoming, August 16th through the 20th. And then Northern Livestock's early fall preview will be August 23rd and 24th from Billings Livestock. Just head to northernlivestockvideo.com. And coming up here in the next couple of days, the King Ranch Institute for Ranch Management will host a lectureship on prescribed burning. That's coming up in just a day or two, August 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th in Kingsville, Texas, and online, crew. The hybrid lectureship is designed to teach participants the safe use of fire as a rangeland and and wildlife habitat management tool and will offer attendees the opportunity to plan and conduct a live prescribed burn. Very interesting. For more information, just head to the King Ranch Institute for Ranch Management. Head to your favorite search engine and type in K-R-I-R-M and boom, it'll bring you right up, crew. I got a question for y'all. Is it possible to run the operation without the bank? Some say yes. Stick around. Find out more. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to watchrfdtv.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFDTV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to watchrfdtv.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Whether it's shipping a potload of calves, hauling cow-calf pairs, or delivering a horse, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services is committed to the humane handling and care of your livestock. Our professional team of transporters have over 30 years' experience and are BQA certified. Check out David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services at roughridecattleservices.com or on Facebook. Thank you for trusting David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services for all your livestock transportation needs. Hold tight. Before I say fairly well, I need to answer a question from a listener, and quite frankly, a question that I can only assume others have had as well. Todd in Georgia asked, where can he catch up on older episodes of Ranch It Up? Well, Todd, I got news for you. Each and every one of our episodes is archived at ranchitupshow.com. Just click on the episode link, and it takes us to all of our past shows. Ranchitupshow.com. Today's cattle battle is brought to us by the American Gelvie Association. We're going to be talking Gelvie cattle over the next couple months. For more information, just head to gelvie.org. Let's get it on. Cattle battle. Here's the question for y'all. Can we operate without the bank? Huh? How? Right? Let's talk the infinite banking concept, the infinite banking system. I've talked with... Mary Jo Freilich Ehrman in the past about this concept. Mary Jo is an infinite banking practitioner. She's the author of the book, Farming Without the Bank. I have a copy. I've read it. I'm quite fascinated with this concept. Mary Jo, thanks for coming back and being on the show with us. You visited with farmers and ranchers across the country, really, about, quote, Farming without the bank. What has been the reception like in the last couple of years? Have people been a lot more open to the infinite banking concept? And for those people that are that are new to this, we'll tell you about it in just a little bit. 
but because of COVID and what's been happening with our our markets and eight dollar corn and feeder cattle, we can't make any money on. Are people open to the infinite banking concept? They are, depending on who they are. <laughs> if they are open minded, they are open to new things, right? But if they're not open minded, they're they're just going to say, nope, it's not possible. Okay, I'm open minded. In the last two years, have I had a better response from people? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, okay, and I'm going to come back to that. And I apologize, everybody that's listening. I'm going to kind of jump around with this a little bit. But let's go back to definition. And it's going to take a little bit on this, I understand. But what is the infinite banking concept? It is a different way to think about money. So you become the banker. We have always been taught you go to the bank or you put your money in the bank in a savings account and use cash. The infinite banking concept says you create your own pool of money and you become the banker and you lend and borrow that from yourself. You can lend it to other people. You can borrow it from yourself. You can pay it back plus interest and treat your money as if you were the bank. But what we're not doing is we're not treating our money like we're the bank. And instead, in the farming and ranching world, what do we do? We go to the banker, we ask if we can borrow money, we put our livelihood up as collateral, and then when the slaughterhouses say, oh, hey, I'm only gonna pay you X amount per pound, we have to sell because the bank says so. We have to sell grain because the bank says so. We don't have control. We completely lost control. With the infinite banking concept, it's about keeping our money liquid, having control, and having some guaranteed growth on that money all at the same time. Kind of going back and spinning off of the conversation that we had a couple years ago, and one thing that, that you and I got into is I had mentioned that in a previous life, I was a financial advisor, and we talked about rate of return and things like that. And I'm fast forwarding all the way to today and what's happened in the past year. And I know I've started a conversation by saying, are people receptive to this? And you said, well, if, if people are, are receptive to change. And that's where I want to kind of compare it to where we were because now, because there is so much emotion. And I say we got to take emotion out of the decisions that we do. Have more people been open to learning infinite banking concepts using a financial product to help them potentially get where they want to be? Are people open to that in light of what's going on in the markets today? Or are people a little bit more closed off? I would imagine at this point with a lot of people suffering drought, some places they can't dry out if they tried. Is it that panic and desperation and that emotion, which is maybe driving people to look at another alternative? I am going to agree with that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because if we don't have enough pain where we're at, we're not going to change. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's, I, I never, I, I shouldn't say never. I rarely get a client that says, Mary Jo, I have so much money. I don't know what to do with it. I'm going to do infinite banking. Most of the time that client is going to say, you know what, I'm tired of the bank. I'm tired of answering to the bank. I'm tired of putting, you know, collateral up. I'm tired of justifying everything. Uh, we need to make a change. And at the same time, there are people that say, we are so far backwards. 
we can't come see you because there's nothing we can do. Well, how do you know there's nothing you can do unless you come see me? Because chances are, I am going to have some sort of a solution. Rarely do I say we can't do something. Occasionally that happens. I'm like, okay, we got to do X, Y, and Z before we can start this process. Sure. But most times people will say, well, it's really terrible right now for us. And terrible is relative to their circumstance. But when it is terrible, that's probably the time when we really need to be looking at something. Actually, we should have been looking at it before, really, before mm -hmm. we were at the point of, gosh, it's terrible. Right. We should be looking at it right now with commodity prices where they are. This is the time when people should be using this concept because that's when we have the money to create this pool of money on the outside that we can borrow against from later. Instead, when commodity prices are really good, what do we do? We go buy things to avoid taxes. Aha. And, and all we're doing is exchanging. We're, you know, and I always use this as an example. When you got to pay $20,000 in taxes and the accountant says, well, you need to spend 100 to save 20. What? So what do we do? We go buy a tractor or a piece of equipment or cattle for $100,000. We go to the bank and we're going to pay them interest over, you know, five, seven, 10 years. Well, guess what? The amount of interest you paid to the bank is the same amount of taxes you would have paid to the IRS. So you can give the IRS 20 grand and you can save the other 80 and use it for operating, or you can spend 120 because you spent 100 on a piece of equipment and you spent 20 on interest, and then you go to the bank and borrow money for operating on top of it all. We're not saying that banks aren't part of our financial strategies. We're not saying that at all. If, I, if, I, if I'm understanding correctly, it's that using different tools that are available to us to get us to be able to be more independent, that we can make some more choices, that we can be uh, work smarter and not harder maybe is the best way to describe it. Am I saying that correctly? Correct. I kind of giggle because banks are so scared of me just because the title of the book is Farming Without the Bank. They think that I don't like them. Well, we just bought 160 acres. Guess what I did? I went to the bank to finance it because it's 3% interest. Right, I'm right, gonna, yeah. and, I, and all the other money that I had, I could have paid cash for 80% of it. But all that other money, I'm going to use that to buy things that they most likely won't finance me for. Or I'm going to buy that to buy more real estate so I can have more cash flow. So there are times when we want to go to the bank, but the bank should be plan B, not plan A. And when we give them so much control, well, then we can't complain about it because we gave it to them. We allow, we, we are the ones that went in and borrowed all the money. We have to pay them. It's our obligation. So if we can, if we can leverage our dollar with the bank, that's great. I tell people sometimes go to the bank, Get a loan for that piece of ground. If you have to go to FSA and buy ground at 2% because I'm a new farmer, go do that. And then let your money sitting in your pool over here, whatever it is that the bank most likely won't give us money for. And then if we borrow money from ourselves for that tractor, we can pay it back whenever we want because we're in control of that payback. Can you visit with people from pretty much any state? 
that if I have somebody from from Texas, can they get a hold of you and say, we listen to you on the show, we want to talk? Yes, I have clients in 38 states currently. So just about anybody anywhere, anytime can get a hold of you and visit and talk. And, and so anybody in anybody within the United States, I just request you need to go and get the book Farming Without the Bank or Life Without the Bank because I've authored two of them. So I require that you listen to or read that book first, and then I am happy to meet with you. And the only reason why is because it's going to take me six hours to teach you the concept, or it's going to take us an hour and a half to find a solution. That's why we didn't go into as much as I would like to today, but to let everybody know that there are concepts, there are other ways, there's always another way, there's always another way. So now people looking at this other way, they're they're curious, they want to order a copy of the book, they want to, let's start this process, where do we go? Farmingwithoutthebank.com. And I have a podcast as well, Farming Without the Bank. And so a lot of people find that extremely useful as well to kind of get an idea and then you know, they decide, oh, yeah, I kind of like her, so I'm going to buy the book. <laughs> I truly enjoy visiting with Mary Jo. She calls a spade a spade. Now, for more information on the book or to listen to her podcast, and I encourage you all to do so, buy the book and listen to the podcast. It is hashtag Tigger approved, by the way. Just head to farmingwithoutthebank.com. Up next, we're talking markets. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, Beck, I've got a cattle quiz for you. Okay, what you got for me? What breed oh, of cattle, cattle came quizzes. to the... Oh, I know, they're so much fun, right? What breed of cattle came to this country in 1971 and has had a huge influence on the cattle business? Um... The females, try this, the females are known for fertility, quiet temperament, longevity. I've got an idea. In the feed yard now, they offer increased performance, improved feed efficiency, and excellent carcass merit and more pounds of calf weaned per cow exposed bam got it you're talking about Galvi, the continental mm-hmm. breed of choice mm-hmm. that's right there it is if you have the feeder cattle get them age and source verified through the balancer edge program if you don't have the females purchase some this fall and use the bulls that is the plant and Galvi is the breed Galvi and balancer the smart reliable and profitable choice learn more about the plant at galvi.org you asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Shaylee Stewart with Cattle Market News and DTN. Shaylee, lots of reports going on to talk about, to share with everybody. I'm not going to carry on. I'm just going to turn the mic over to you and let you give us those reports. <laughs> you know, you're exactly right, my friend. Last week was a busy one in, or- mm-hmm. in regards to USDA reports. And typically, you know, we, we always look at them. You know, you got to at least flip over the front page and see what they say. And sometimes they're worth digging through the weeds for, and sometimes they're just frankly not. But last week, they most certainly were, as both the Cattle on Feed Report and Biannual Cattle Inventory Report have some very bullish news to share. 
And so I'm just here to tell you that it realistically, those reports have been really hard to decipher and manage as of late, because what do they do? They compare, compare year over year data. So that's been really hard and challenging as we typically don't want to reference anything to 2020 and it's not a market that's comparable. So we flipped over the cattle on feed report and, and took a brief look, we saw that on-feed numbers were 99% of a year ago. Placements were at 93% of a year ago. So that was really encouraging, just simply given the fact that we had lighter placements. But then the big daddy of them all came when we saw the marketing figure of the latest Catalan feed report, which was 103% of what uh, transpired in 2020. And so I just want to make note that that was the largest marketing figure seen for June since 2011. So what does that mean? And I know that some folks are familiar with the cattle on feed report, but I know that some aren't. And so the number of cattle marketed are the number of fat cattle that left the feedlots to be slaughtered in June. And so we saw the biggest June slaughter since 2011, just last month. So that's really encouraging. And that obviously tells us that our beef demand is excellent, as we know from um, the, the export side of the market that we've seen. And then honestly, from the support that box beef prices have recently seen as they're starting to trend higher again. So that was really exciting, really encouraging. And then when we got to the cattle inventory report, we saw lower numbers all throughout, which isn't a surprise given what our friends in the north have currently been going through. We saw cattle inventory down 2%. We saw total beef cows total 31.4 million head. That was down 2%. And we saw the calf crop of the nation come in at 35.1 million head, which was down 2% as well. So nevertheless, when you when you see that we're marketing more cattle than what we normally do, and we have fewer cattle around the countryside than what we have historically had, what does that sell? What does that tell us? That tells us that there are there there are fruitful trees on the horizon of the cattle market. It's just enduring the presence of here and now to get there. So very encouraging, very exciting. And now that's going to wrap it up for today, crew. A big thanks to Cody from California for calling in on the hotline, Mary Jo Freilich-Erman with Farming Without the Bank, and Shaley Stewart with Cattle Market News and DTN. Our partners, the American Gelby Association, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Service, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, Wrangler, and DRG Media Group. Crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. The website, ranchitupshow.com. And call us 24-7 at 707-726-2420. Join us again next time where it's always Tigger Approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. Ranch It Up.